What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Apogee Fitness Podcast, coming to you from the Apogee Therapy Center Recording Studio. My name is David Carter. And I'm Kevin Harrington. What's up, dude? What's up, buddy? Man, I, I missed you last week, but yeah. I will tell you what. Our boy Brandon O'Connell came in clutch. Thanks for stepping in there, Brandon. We appreciate it. Brandon is, I mean, we we thoroughly discussed last week how much of a good dude he is. Yeah. But I don't think I can overstate it. Brandon, you're a good dude, man. I thoroughly enjoyed listening to the podcast over after we were done, and you did a phenomenal job. Well, congratulations. Yeah, man. So, Kev, what have you been up to, man? Oh, not much. Getting over being tired. From like three weeks of just or four weeks of just straight working, photos, yeah. vacation, yeah, that kind of stuff. The vacation and it's almost uh, vacation is a it's very you exhausting. Out. It is. Yeah, we're leaving actually tomorrow for another. We've been on vacations a lot lately. It's because everybody's going on vacation. We're making like, it up. Yeah, we're making, making it up. up from last year. Yeah, my family's leaving tomorrow morning for Michigan for a week. So, congratulations, safe trips. Yeah, man, for sure. So, did you watch that Conor McGregor fight? I did watch it. Yes. What did you think about it? Did you actually buy it? I actually bought it. You did. I did. What a rip off. Uh, I watched the other, I watched all the cards. I watched yeah. all the fights. So it was just, uh, it is what it is, man. What do you think about his tibia? Um, how's he going to fight with a titanium tibia? I mean, a titanium shin now. That is a good question. I mean, most implants now are titanium, but I'm not exactly sure how much of the tibia is titanium and how much is bone now. But that's a good question for Dana White. We should get him on the phone. Well, I mean, if you if you, if you give me a titanium shin, like the whole thing, I'm just going to kick the shit out of you for like days because I'm not going to break my shin anymore. That's right. And he actually, if you, if you watch the, if you watch his, if you follow Conor McGregor, he had like a, a, a video update. He's like strolling around, riding around on one of those scooters with his leg elevated. Of course. And he, he says, look, it's, it's titanium rod. He goes, it's the doctor told me it's unbreakable. Yeah, man. It'll be interesting to see if he fights again. Let's talk a little bit about today's guest. So um, we have been excited for this one for a while. We have Colin Medlock from Lean Kitchen. So Lean Kitchen is a franchise. I believe it started in Missouri. And Colin recently opened one up in, here in Greenville and just opened up a second one. So I'm looking forward to kind of hearing his story to you know how he came up with the idea of buying into this franchise and how it grew so fast and everything in between i'm excited about it too because it's you know it's the cookie cutter i want to know if it's like the cookie cutter places that have like hey come in and buy our food and we'll give you nutrition what makes them different than places like that we are about to find out what's up dude hey guys how you doing thanks for having me on yeah man thanks for coming over how's that mouth we're getting there all right, yeah. so we were supposed to have Colin on, I think it was, what, two or three weeks ago? It's been about a month, close to it. Okay, yeah. all right, and he called me up, and he was like, man, I have to have emergency dental surgical procedures, and it sounded pretty bad. Uh, you don't go to the dentist for a couple of years, cavities will stack up. It happens, like man, it, it happens. Yeah. So we're all we're in good shape now. Good, dude, good, good. How long were you swollen for? Uh, just a couple hours drooling on myself. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, it could could be worse, but... Did your wife give you some tissues, clean you up and stuff? Oh, of course. she <laughs> give you, like, chicken broth and say it's going to be okay? Well, fortunately, I have a supplement in store that is chicken broth. You just mix it with water. You're good to go. Oh, wow. It's perfect. So. Dude, my wife would just be like, all right, you stay in that room for a while. I'll see you in two days. Don't talk to me. 
<laughs> I don't believe that for one second. <laughs> yeah, she's a sweetheart. All right, Colin, is this your first podcast interview? This would be the first. Awesome, dude. Pop. There and it is. That's all it is, man. I love it. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. I, we The audience kind of likes to get to know who we're talking to before we get into like the meat and potatoes. Bum, bum, bum. Bad, bad dad joke um, of the conversation. Puns are free. Puns are free. <laughs> Um, so tell us a little bit about your upbringing, where you're from, your education, any athletic background. Um, let's just start there. Sure. So uh, I did grow up in Greenville, born and raised. Um, parents moved out to Traveler's Rest when I was in middle school. I uh, bought some land up there and so moved up to TR, went to Blue Ridge Middle School and High School. Um, grew up swimming, swam my whole life. Got the, I was fortunate enough to get to coach the Sail Recreational Swimming League in Greenville. Okay. for five years through high school and the beginning of college in the cool. summers. Cool. Uh, so that was a big part of my life, uh, just being a swimmer. I uh, went to Presbyterian College down in Clinton, South Carolina. It's where the T is sweet and the T is silent. I don't know if people still make that joke or not, but Clinton, Clinton. Yeah, I, gotcha, I was about gotcha. to, no, I called right. it. I was about to say, oh, it's Clinton or Clinton. Yeah, it depends on who you ask. But um, Say it again for us so everybody hears it the official way. Clinton, South Carolina. Perfect. So I got out of uh, – PC in 2011, uh, went into retail management and then sales and management, and uh, 10 years later, here we are at Lean Kitchen. Now, did you say you swam for PC? I did not. You no, did not? I, I hung up the jersey after high school. Hung up the know, trunks, huh? That's the right. The Speedo? Yeah, there you go. The yeah. Speedo. Yeah. Believe it or not, I used to swim too. The, did you do the jammer or the Speedo? Uh, I did the Speedo until jammers became the status quo. You know, I, I really... Uh, I admire those who maintain speedo throughout. Of course. I feel like if you're a swimmer, you have to maintain that. Jammers never came it's, around when I was bro swimming. status. You got to wear the speedo. I gave up swimming in 92. Actually, uh, no. Dude, don't date yourself. 80, 88. <laughs> I don't want to uh, date myself. So what, what strokes did you swim? So I was a uh, freestyle and butterfly. Okay, so you sprinter long distance or oh, we're not we're not long distance on anything. Yeah, either. you're not no. super tall, so no, we're going sprint. Yep, and out the pool. Nice, dude. Butterfly is a tough one, dude. Thank you. You can was grow that, your lats. Was that something that the stroke that just kind of grew on you as you progressed through swimming, or was that like your stroke from the very beginning? I I started out mainly as a breaststroker mm -hmm. if you ever put me on my back i was sinking to the bottom of the pool so yeah do you was... ever count the flags oh absolutely yeah. i still Man, got a knock back. on my head yeah. every time i mean exactly. there, was, there was no chance i was going to get that backstroke flip turned down so i was a i was a huge swimmer when i was a little kid um that was a huge part of my life up until i was like maybe 10 or 11 so like five years five to 11 uh so i guess that's six uh <laughs> But backstroke, man, I loved it because you could breathe the whole time. That's true. You know? That's true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah. So. I actually did well in backstroke. I hated it, but I could always do well in it. Yeah, you just you can breathe the entire time. I mean, occasionally you're swallowing water, but it's not like butterfly, that's for sure. Oof, How was... far could you go without having to breathe? I could make it from one end to the other, 25 meters. 25 meters. Very easily. Usually they are in about halfway back Same. at my prime. Same. So. Nice, dude. All right. So, did you play any other sports other than swimming, or was that that? That was pretty. pretty I, mean, I did some. I did run, distance, um, track and field. I uh, did not do cross country because it was the same season as swimming. But used to love running, distance. Did Cooper River Bridge for six or seven years growing up through middle and high school, and then, you know. And that's and, where we. Diverge. And then our knees start to hurt. Sure. So, what did you major in? Did you say what you majored in at PC? It was business management. Business management. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Um, did you, while you were in college, did you have any direction on where you kind of wanted to take that? Did you know you wanted to be somewhat of an entrepreneur eventually or what, what, what were you thinking as far as when you were in college? You know, I didn't really, uh, I was like first generation college grad. Um, my dad has worked at Mitsubishi Polyester Films and for 40 years in Greer and, uh, my mom, she started in a career and then went into teaching after that first career and, so they were just excited to see me go to college, um, and I graduated, and it was like, okay, what do I do now? Uh, unfortunately, P- PC did prepare me for the outside world. Mm-hmm. I think that's the the great part about a liberal arts college. Uh, you kind of get educated on everything. So I went into management at Target, actually, for about a year. Awesome. And uh, kind of found my way, trial by fire. You got any brothers or sisters? I do. I have a, a brother who's six years younger. He majored engineering at Clemson, actually, um, way smarter than me. He handles all the kitchen operations, actually, at Lean Kitchen. I was able to bring him over from the automotive world hmm. last year and turn over the reins of forecasting, planning, kitchen day-to-day. That's so awesome. He's the, uh, he's the real talent. So in college, was fitness still kind of a big part of your life after swimming and everything, or was that something that was kind of put to the wayside and you found later on in adulthood? It was. Um, you know, I started doing my own, I guess, weightlifting of, of whatever, if that's what we want to call it, when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, had that summer where I did P90X and just transformed my life. Of course, right? you know, yeah. Put the pull-up the rabbit, in your the, door the frame. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Tony Horton yelling at you not to eat that donut. Of course. Um you know, really ingrained who I was going to be for the rest of my life. But, uh, yeah, so did a little bit of fitness on my own in college. Um, and then, you know, I guess post-college kind of fell off, you know, for, for years you're up and down as you change professional roles and it's not a priority. Mm -hmm. You know, you lose 20 pounds, you gain 30 pounds and then you kind of find your happy medium. Right. So, um, having Lean Kitchen has definitely brought it back to the forefront because you kind of have to practice what you preach. All right, so talk to us a little bit about your journey from being management at Target to even contemplating buying into a franchise like Lean Kitchen. What happened in between there? Sure. It's a, it's a lot to unpack, but we'll, we'll do it as quickly We've as we can. We've got time, man. So, We've got time. I uh, went to Target, did the retail thing. You, you gotta. I think everyone at some point should work in retail or food service. 100%. Um, so I appreciate the folks that do that day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Um, so did that for a year and then was introduced to a staffing company, went to work for a staffing company for a few years, um, enjoyed my time there. And then, uh, had a buddy of mine say, Hey man, you're, you're a closet nerd. Like you're not happy doing this. Go back to school, do computer science. Like you're like, that's you. And, uh, got into a classroom with these kids at USC upstate that were 18 years old and here I am 25 and they're just coding circles around me. I was like, Oh no. <laughs> uh, so made it through a few semesters that, and just, I didn't know what I wanted to do, David, mm-hmm. Kevin. I just, uh, you know, trying to find my way. And, uh, a friend of mine at the time came to me, he was doing upscale, uh, black tie events in Charlotte and Charleston and, and, uh, music concerts, country music concerts. Mm-hmm. And he had seen some explosive growth and said, Hey, I'd like you to come help me just kind of grow this thing. And, We'll see where it takes us, whether it's long-term for you or it's a catalyst that shows you what you want to do. You know, I'd like you to be a part of it. And so came on board with him. We had some very large events that went well uh, in 2016, 2017 time frame. And then um, honestly started talking to uh, an uncle of mine, and uh, he's an entrepreneur. Uh, he played professional hockey and then got out of that and went into being an entrepreneur. And 
he was encouraging me to go the small business track. He said, you know, you're getting a taste of it now. Go down your own path and see if you can find a franchise. It'll give you the infrastructure and you can execute it. And so I, you know, I got on these websites, started searching around franchises for sale. Didn't have a clue what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, towards the end of 2018, I'm scrolling. I'm seeing, okay, there's this national sub place, this national sub place, this national burger place. What the heck is Lean Kitchen? Just pops up and, oh, sure. I, you know, I grew up eating healthy. Um, and to your earlier question, you know, health was kind of ingrained in us at a young age. Mm-hmm. You know, we ate, you know, slow cook oatmeal with flaxseed in it for breakfast. Uh, growing up, you know. All right, so I wasn't the only one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. right. So, um, uh, so it's always been an interest, and I was like, you know, that was something so, like that. I was just telling somebody yesterday. I was like, well, you were eating Captain Crunch. I was eating grape nuts. Yeah, that's <laughs> it, man. That's it. So, uh, yeah, it's all Lean Kitchen submitted a request yeah. for info, and thirty minutes later, I get a call from Austin Evans. He's like, hey, I saw you submitted a an interest. That's crazy. So that was just a Google search. It was, I believe the. The website was Franchise Gator. Really? That's right. And so you, you just clicked on it. You read about it. You were like, this is very interesting. You saw that at that point, how many franchises were there for Lean Kitchen? I want to say there were two that were open. They have some corporate stores out in Missouri where they're based. Uh, but I believe there was one open in Colorado and one in Alabama at that time. Okay. So very early on, um, had a great conversation with Austin and said, I have no clue what I'm doing, but my uncle at the time said, go find a franchise, tell them you've got money to, to start it, and then find it later. And so that was kind of my plan. Wait, that's what you told him, or that's what you were thinking in your head? Oh, no, I told Austin, I can, yeah. I, I've you got, said you've yeah, got the money oh, yeah. and you can swing it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but, you know, obviously we did get into the nuts and bolts and talk about, hey, I'm going to go find a way to get an SBA loan. I'm going to make this happen once I realized it was, well, let me back up a second, actually. Um, Talked to to Austin out at Wing Kitchen at length. Really liked the concept. Had no money at the time. Uh, He said, hey, fly out here for a couple of days and just see what it's about before you try to go out and secure financing for this. And so didn't tell my parents, um, went out there, Turns out my dad actually went to a meeting with my financial advisor, his financial advisor, that's a close friend of mine. And Rob says, hey, how's Colin going? How's it going in Missouri for Colin? Oh, no. My dad's like, what? <laughs> um, but I went out there for a few days and, and got to see everything and was like, this this is real. This needs to happen. This has to come to Greenville. That's awesome. So what was the guy's name that reached out to you? Austin Evans. And he's the the owner. Correct. He started he and J.R. Roberson, yep. Okay. They're the, the brains behind the operation. All right, cool. So when you got back at this point, are you married yet at this point? No, I'm not. Okay. So I get back and uh, you know tell Jen everything, and she's like, well, you got to, if you're passionate about it, pursue it. So ended up going through the 7A SBA business loan uh, process. It took many months to get it going. I think I was the third franchisee to sign on and the sixth maybe to open my store finally. Um, you know, then you throw a global pandemic in there, which has affected everybody in their own way. Uh, that set us back as well. So I think from the time I talked to him to the time we opened was 18 months. So what'd your dad say? He didn't understand the concept, which is fair because right. what is it it's is it a restaurant is it do you go and order can i order online and get it right now what, what is it it's meal prep mm-hmm. and it's still very new mm-hmm. so it it took some time and i think when he saw it he fully understood it but 
it's still a foreign concept to many people. Hmm. Awesome. All right. So you got the SBA loan. You had to jump through many hoops to get that. Um, the the loan is finalized. You're all in. Talk about the anxiety you have at that point. Oh, you have no, you know, you hope and you pray that it's going to do well, at least pay the rent. Uh-huh. Um, How'd you guys uh, land, land the original spot, by the way? So a, a friend of mine is also my real estate broker, and he introduced me to the property over property owner over there in Eastgate Village Shopping Center and mm-hmm. I uh, I had to walk him through my business plan and, and promise that you know, if I sign a lease I'm gonna pay it out no matter what happens and he's a nice very nice man believed in me mm-hmm. honestly he said you're kind of the same age as my own son and I like your attitude I like what you got so I'll give you a shot so did you know where you were going to open up shop before the loan was finalized, or did you do that afterwards? We did have to find a spot to have mm-hmm. approval right. in order to do that. Uh, we looked around for a while, and then that spot was available, and it fit our budget at the time, uh-huh. uh, and it could house a kitchen. It didn't, it, at the time, it was a it was a shell. I mean, we had a slab on the floor. We had walls. It was That was it. Right. And so we had to do a complete upfit over there. Um, but it's, I mean... There's nowhere I'd rather have my home kitchen, home store. Awesome. So you set up shop. Did you kind of have an idea of like how many employees you needed? Um, as far as materials to fill the shop, is that kind of included in the franchise? They kind of give you like this blueprint of everything exactly how you need and you just go from there or is this more of like, all right, this is more my shop. I get to set it up how I want. We did get a general outline of mm-hmm. what it should look like. You know, prior to opening in June of last year of 2020, um, we did go out, and that's me and, and my store manager and Taylor's Austin. Uh, we did go out to Missouri for a week mm-hmm. uh, back in February before everything shut down nationwide. It was literally like two weeks before mm-hmm. there were no more like airplanes in the sky, and we got to see everything starting beginning of the week to end of the week. Here's how it's done. Here's the equipment. Um, went home and I mean, was given the list of what to do. You know, here's all the tools right. for your tool belt. Go get them. Right. And so, so it wasn't really turnkey base. Basically, they didn't come in and say, "Here's your equipment. Here's your Hobarts. Here's your, you know, walk-in cooler. Here's what you need." You yeah. Know, and, and and so you had to actually do that yourself. Correct. They just gave you a piece of paper and said, "Hey, go get all. Go buy all this." With as much support from halfway across the country as possible. Yes. Uh, yeah, I sourced where to get everything. Um, you know, we did have vendors and then well, there's some local vendors that were able to help out. Right. Um, and so we work with local folks on all of our equipment and, um, we're able to get everything going from an employee standpoint. Uh, we did base that on what other stores were doing at the time. And, you know, we actually backed it up a little bit because we didn't know when we were going to open. We thought we were going to open in February or excuse me, March of last year. And then, in kitchen, they like to come out for a week and make sure you're off the ground and a good start and hmm. be here for support. And they said, Hey, we can't fly right now. You know, nobody could fly right now. So we delayed it, delayed it, delayed it. And then, uh, when restrictions kind of eased up in June for that brief period, we said, now's our time. Had no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> I had <laughs> myself, oh, Austin, uh, my brother had a full-time job at the time. So he was helping on nights and weekends. Uh, his girlfriend, she was a nurse uh, working in, as a COVID nurse. Um, and 
eventually decided to come on board full-time and help people in a different way with us. Um, my mom was a teacher, so she wasn't teaching at the time. She was doing e-learning, so it was nights and weekends. She's going to help in the bakery. Wow. And then my brother's best friend is a Marine that's home. Now he's going to Clemson, and he's off for the summer. So come on. That was it. Friends and family. Let's that's awesome. Wow. It really literally took like a village to get this started, and it's like a village that you grew up with. Yeah. That's cool, man. That's so, awesome. And, and everyone new going into it we, we don't know what it's going to be but we're going to do what it takes to get it done all right so before we go more into the story of your lean kitchen can you talk a little bit about what lean kitchen is because there's a lot of people listening to this that have never heard of lean kitchen and don't know what concept you're talking about or anything about it so what is lean kitchen lean kitchen is meal prep it is healthy convenient prepackaged meals uh, they're never frozen and we cook everything fresh in our kitchen and tailors um, we bring it to your doorstep once a week, or you can come into the store anytime and get it. Um, no added sugars, no added preservatives, properly portioned. Uh, we have something for everybody, whether you're keto, plant-based, low-carb, or you like to just eat chicken and rice like me, we have it for you, and it's fresh. So what makes you guys different from other ideas of this? I guess your biggest competitor, like for folks listening locally, I guess Clean Eats might be like your biggest competitor. Is that correct? That would probably i believe that'd be correct okay you know and um they're great at what they do uh-huh. um you know we're very similar just different in our own way um the big thing for us is um I mean, we'll bring it to your door once a week you know it's not coming through the mail which is what a lot of other folks around the country do they ship it to your doorstep mm-hmm. and it's either frozen or on dry ice right um ours is we make it in tailors we bring it to you in greer mm. you know straight from our kitchen and tailors um, we don't have a cafe area like Clean Eats does because we're, we're solely meal prep. Like, that's what we want to do. That's what we're going to be great at. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have people hanging out in your little shop there, though, and eat their stuff? And We really don't. <laughs> we've, got some, we've got some tables out front in Taylor's. Yeah. Uh, the goal is to have some tables uh, in the courtyard over off of Augusta uh-huh. um, here in the fall. But there's no open seating, no seating. Uh, nothing's made to order. So you come in, you, you grab your meals, and take them home or eat them in your car. So how far, what, what's the radius that you deliver food in? So we do just about all of Greenville County. We don't go down past uh, like Simpsonville Five Forks, and then we don't go all the way out to Campobello. Uh, my mother and father-in-law live in Campobello, so we'll make a special, special delivery for them. But we don't, 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 don't say that. Don't go now everybody's gonna be like, oh, well, Why um, can't you make an exception for me? Yeah, that's right. So, but, just drop uh, them off all at your parents' house and everybody come pick them up from them. That's true. There you go. But uh, just about all of Greenville County. I, that is something I wanted to ask. Have you ever thought about like having designated drop-off areas for people to just go and pick their food up for the day? Absolutely. So that's um, something that's probably in the works? It is in the works, yes. Yeah. Uh, we've got some folks we've been talking to. The, the biggest thing just from the capabilities of our platform just to get into the, the granular level is if I offer a free pickup spot, anyone who orders can pick that pickup spot. So if it were to be say here, you mm-hmm. know, anyone in Greenville could pick the life uh, therapy center right, as right. a pickup spot. So do you have enough cold storage for that? Are you yes. having to go out and buy a three door cooler every night and then who's paying for it? Right. So those are just little things that you have to work through to make sure that it's going to be a success if you offer it for sure. But it is in the works. That's awesome. Keep an eye out. Yeah, no, I think I think that I've I've thought about that over the last year. I was like, man, it would be super convenient for like a clean eats to have just like 
designated drop-off areas, like something that's like two miles from my house, I can just, or I've even thought about like um, at my gym. There you go. Hey, I get done working out. There's a clean eats freezer at my gym. I get my food, or not freezer, well, however you store it. Cooler. Cooler, okay. Not frozen. And I can go, Yeah. you know? That would be really cool. So, and I think, too, if, if we get to the point where we're able to do that at gyms in town, uh-huh. and maybe it drives some new foot traffic, new members. So... It be a mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah, absolutely. So we're in the... Me and Kevin are kind of in the CrossFit community. We've been in the community for a while now, and that's that's how I first heard about clean eats is just through word of mouth from other CrossFit uh, members. Um, specifically one of your really good friends, Kayla Bell. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit about how, what your marketing strategy was when you opened, how you were like, you know, getting your product out to the masses in, in Greenville County. And then also talk a little bit about the CrossFit community in general, because I know you're at a lot of different CrossFit events, pretty much every CrossFit event I've been to within the last year and a half, y'all are, have a tent there. So talk a little bit about how you kind of got ingrained in that community and um, and your marketing strategies. Sure. So yeah, um, to Kayla. So I went to high school with Kayla uh, in Blue Ridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were a year apart. And then when she saw Lean Kitchen was coming to town, uh, she reached out and said, you know, I'd love to be a supportive partner for you, whatever I can do. And, and got to meet her husband, Justin Bell, mm-hmm. and they're just super people. So they've gone above and beyond just to, to help get the word out around the community for us and been huge advocates for us. So super thankful for them. Um, my wife actually went to school with Casey Hines, um, Casey okay. and Paul Hines. So mm-hmm. um, got to meet Casey when we first opened as well. And mm-hmm. um, they've also been huge cheerleaders for us as uh, in the community. So we didn't really plan on going that route from the get-go, but just incredible people within that CrossFit community. And it, it, here it, we are. Yeah, it just know. kind of organic. It was organic growth. And I yeah. mean, the CrossFit community here in the upstate is phenomenal. So to be associated with that community and then be able to support it and feed it. Yeah. You know, like how fortunate are we? Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, talk a little bit about, so that's just one little pocket of fitness in this big area. Are there any little other pockets that really gravitate towards Lean Kitchen that you've noticed as a whole? Uh, One of our managers, uh, Connor, uh, he's also a coach at the Junkyard. Oh, okay, Uh, great. So we see a lot of Junkyard folks. We see a lot of booty shop folks. We see um, just uh, people from all over town um, Mm -hmm. next door to Pivotal Fitness and Taylor's. Mm -hmm. And that that base of gym members has been awesome and supportive as well. Um, Yeah. But, you know, everyone that exercises, they got to eat, you know, and a lot of folks have families as well. It's not just, oh, I'm going to eat Lean Kitchen because it's healthy. It's it's also convenient. Right. So if you've got a family of four at home, it saves you from having to, to cook every night and you still feel good about what you're feeding your family. Absolutely. So what are your, let me, let me get, let me dig down a little bit into more of like the restaurant aspect of it or the food aspect of it mm-hmm. we were talking earlier you you basically have a, an agreement with cisco foods mm-hmm. um how do you make i mean you said that basically previously you were saying that um they send you a book of standards mm-hmm. so i guess they send you the recipes correct that is correct yes so if i went to a lean kitchen in missouri and ordered the same thing would it be the same it should be okay yes now i will say uh, this is, might be getting into too much of the details but 
depending on where you are in the country, there's going to be different food that is available. Right. So we use the closest comparable ingredient as we can um, and still maintain the macros. That's the biggest thing for us is full transparency. Mm-hmm. So all of your ingredients, all of your macros are always going to be listed. So, um, so do you guys have to order your own food or does it, does the Cisco already know what to send you? I mean, obviously we're running out of steak we're running sure. out of this. They're going to send you that or we're running out of rice. Right. But is it like a certain, you don't have to say the brand, but is it like a certain brand of rice? Is it like, you see what I'm saying? I mean, is it like that way you always know what you're getting, right? Yeah. You know, you're measuring it out in the cups, obviously and everything. And you right. know what you're getting using the scales, right. all, all that good stuff. Yeah. We, we order from Cisco. It's up to us to order each week. We mm-hmm. get multiple trucks a week of fresh food. And it's up to us to forecast what we're going to need for the week. The hardest thing to predict is human behavior and nature. So you don't know what to expect from week to week. You just use your best guess. Uh, it can also result in many late nights of cooking food to make sure you have food in the coolers the next day. But we are responsible for doing our own ordering. So do you guys recommend a certain amount of meals that one should come in and buy? We do have a la carte meals. You can come in and grab one, two, three meals, whatever mm-hmm. you need if you're on the go. Uh, we offer a price break at 10. It drops it down to where you get uh, a reduced rate there and then a reduced rate at 20 meals as well. So okay. if you're going to be eating, say, two meals a day, you come in and get the 10-meal plan. takes you Monday through Friday. Or if you're going to have you and a significant other, or maybe you and some kids mm-hmm. at home, you can come in and get 20. also gets you through the week there. Now, do you guys work with a nutritionist at all? So we have partners around town that, you know, we're not nutritionists. I can't tell you what your macros should be. Right. But if you come in and you're looking for healthy food, Hey, I do have it. Mm-hmm. And also there's these great folks that I recommend you go talk to that can put together a specific plan for you. And they're trained and certified to do it. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I think I'm sure you probably get that quite often. People coming in and asking you if you offer that, that service. Right. That's cool, man. We so, do. So having partners in the community that, that can do that for folks, it uh-huh. you know, just helps everybody out. Yeah, absolutely. So do you source any of your food locally then? We do. So um, some friends of mine that own uh, Holy Moly over off Woodruff Road and in Spartanburg, Luis and Lydia Stark, uh, they've been good friends of mine for many years. They do our fresh pico and mm-hmm. some of our other produce, and they source that locally. But phenomenal taste. Oh, yeah. If you haven't had the Southwest State Bowl, the squachos with that fresh pico, you got to come get it. I have to. Every, they're, I'm pretty sure they're at every event right next to you guys. Yeah. I always have to get something from y'all, like some protein balls or something, yeah. and then I have to get a burrito from them. I mean, it's it's the best. Oh, every time <laughs> I go pick up the uh, the pico, you'll find me beforehand getting a a bowl for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey guys, we're gonna take a break to thank our sponsors for today's episode. We're gonna start off with CrossFit Greer. If you're living in the Greer area and are interested in getting started in CrossFit, go ahead and look up CrossFit Greer. Jen and Reagan Green are the owners there. If you mention the Apogee podcast to them, they will give you 10% off your first month's membership fees. I would also like to thank Blitz Belts and Chris Kane for their continued support of the show. So be sure to use their 15% off coupon code at checkout. That's Apogee, all caps. That gets you, the listener, 15% off at checkout at Blitz Belts on your custom order. I want to thank Goat Tape for being our new sponsor. Goat Tape has committed its brand to providing the best in athletic tape. They are the standard for CrossFit tape, scary sticky. Now they are providing the best in KT tape. So at checkout, be sure to get your 25% off your wholesale purchase. Use the coupon code Apogee at checkout. Finally, if you guys would like to become an invested friend of the show and are interested in supporting the show directly, go to anchor.fm slash Apogee Podcast and click on the support tab. 
We love bringing you guys awesome content each week. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast, drop a review, and let us know how we're doing. So are there any kind of plans to open up any more stores in the upstate? So we Which you are, can speak of? I mean, yeah, we're working on our third store now. Okay. I can't give too much detail, but we're in the process of getting it up and going. So you guys opened up for business the original store in June of 2020? Correct, yeah. And you're already on your second store. Third you now. Just, well, you just opened up the one on Augusta. How long ago did, did you open that one? Today will be five months, actually. We opened on February 15th over there. That's awesome. So... It's, uh, it's done well. The community around there is, has been super supportive. Um, Taylor's and Greenville, they just, I mean, the people up here in Greenville are awesome. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a perfect time to open something like this because, like you said, there's really not much like this here. I mean, I guess Core Life just came in on Woodruff. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, there's been Clean Eats. But other than that, I mean, I feel like the Upstate's kind of been, like, missing this. I definitely think that. I mean, I thought that in 2018, and mm-hmm. I still think it in 2021. I think Greenville County is massive, well over half a million people, mm-hmm. and growing rapidly. But, I mean, it's big enough for everybody. Like, yeah. you know, jump from one meal prep to the other if you need to, to have some variation, whatever, it t- you know, but we can all be successful and have a great time keeping people healthy. Absolutely. So let's put one in Anderson. Well, yes. Let's well, do you, it. You say that. <laughs> uh, look out. End of August, early September. Nice. Some really good folks out there. Josh and Tara Hawkins will be opening up a lean kitchen nice. by the fall. So I will be there then. Keep an eye out. First hundred customers get free meals for a year. Wow. wow. Don't, don't quote there me on that. Go. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> oh. Man, it. you're not the only one to know that now because everybody's going to hear that. Yeah, don't quote me. Oh, there. man. All oh, those Electric City man. folks are going to be lining up at the door. Oh, well. So... <laughs> it's terrible. It happens. So do you have <laughs> the analytics to, to let you know how many people are solely eating lean kitchen? Like how many meals a day each customer is eating? We can look and see, you know, how, especially if you online order, how many weeks have you ordered and how many meals? Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't know what you had for breakfast, Kevin. You know, I, I can't tell you what, how many they're having a day or, or right. what have you, but uh, I can tell you how frequent of a customer they've been and how many meals they purchased over time. I got you. Have you ever had anybody say that I eat exclusively lean kitchen for the majority of my meals unless I'm like I going did have empty. a guy who he ordered for months and months and months like 20 meals a week just for him and I'm under the assumption that he had lean kitchen every day all day he came in one night right before close on a Friday and he was like man I gotta tell you I just moved apartments and I took everything in green canvas bags because I had so many saved up <laughs> that's said, awesome said, that's, that's got to make you feel good as, oh, a, as a put a smile on your face for sure wow so and have you ever had anybody come in who is just trying to change their life a little bit maybe they've gained a bunch of weight and they're like i, I saw the ad or people have talked about lean kitchen and you know i'm gonna start here have you ever had anybody come in like that and then see seen any big transformations yet we have and that's probably the best part of what we've done to this point with lean kitchen is seeing how it's changed lives. Mm-hmm. Um, would yeah. you say that's probably some of your favorite memories? I would absolutely say it's some of my favorite memories. I mean, it, it makes waking up every single day and going to lean kitchen worth it when you know you're helping people. I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. I mean, I can speak to my mother and father-in-law. They both retired last year and, um, they started eating lean kitchen in June 
and they ate it every week and walked around their neighborhood and they were down 30 pounds each. Nice. Wow. And, uh, they were in, they were able to see the change. I was able to see the change and it felt great to know that we were doing something that could help them get to where they wanted to be. It's amazing. I feel like a lot of people think that they need to kill themselves in the gym in order to get into shape, but so much of it starts in the kitchen Absolutely. and what you're fueling your body with and how much your fuel you're giving your body. Um, they would say like 80% of it is the food and 20% of it is the actual exercise that you're doing. Absolutely. So proper portions, cutting out the preservative junk mm -hmm. that you don't need and just being consistent with it. It's got to be something you can do and sustain. It can't be one of these fad diets you do for 30 days and hope it'll last forever. It's got to be something you enjoy and can keep up with. Right. Exactly. It's, it's got to be sustainable for your lifestyle and a permanent thing, a permanent life change. I think that's uh, it, it's it's amazing when you look at food and what it can do as far as inflammation, right? So if you're putting really junky food with all these like peanut oils and vegetable oils in your body, what it does to your joints and it, it always presents itself exteriorly with inflammation. I, I have this conversation with patients a lot. They're like, man, I just I keep getting this, this this knee pain, this inflammation. This like, well, well, let's look a, a little bit more outside of the box here. Like, what are you putting into your body to help fuel that body to where you're able to perform a little bit better, and your body's not screaming on the inside and presenting on the outside with all kinds of inflammation? Absolutely. You know, and that's just something that people, a lot of folks, don't think about. You know, so I think it's cool that you guys are you're standing by this motto of no preservatives, everything's fresh. It's people know exactly what they're, everything's well proportioned. They know exactly what's being put in their body. So there's no questions, you know? Right. And I think what we're doing can serve you after lean kitchen. You know, if you decide to cook at home, if you decide to go to the grocery store and for me, I like to cook once a week. It's therapeutic. You know, mm -hmm. I enjoy that, but I know how to do it and what, what I should be looking at from a portion size and what I should be putting in my body. So lean kitchen, if anything, lays the foundation. Absolutely. So how do you and your wife go about delegating the duties um, and, you know, to your business? Let's, before we ask that question, let's ask a little bit about how you met your wife, when you guys got, how, when did you guys get married and those details. Sure. So uh, me and Jen have known each other since we were in middle school. We were just very good friends, great friends, best friends. Um, spent years apart after college uh, went to different colleges but still went to functions with each other and things of that nature and then just didn't really talk for several years and uh, we look back now we got together in 2018 and we look back like wow we never would have been able to appreciate each other but you know what the, what a great foundation our friendship laid for spending the rest of our lives with each other so you guys kind of just ran in the same circle or we did and or did um, you guys actually date when you were in middle school and high school it, if you call it dating. When sure. Yeah. It, what a high school relationship yeah, nice, can be. Nice two month uh, relationship. And then just best friends after that. Right. And, um, yeah, it took a little, just enough time apart after college to realize when we crossed paths again, like what were we missing out on for so long? Hmm. And now we're married. The rest is history. So married and baby girl due in January. Really? Congratulations. So. All right. Congratulations. That's Thank awesome. You. Appreciate that. when did you guys find out it was going to be a girl? Uh, yesterday. Really? Well, I say, so she did do this 
genetic testing that you can send off to California to know early, uh-huh. all that fun stuff, because um, she just can't wait. we got to get started on the nursery. Right. So if we count that, it's been a couple of weeks. Wow, dude, but, that's uh, yeah, awesome. Baby, Congratulations. Girl. Thank you. Did Thank you guys you. do any type of like reveal, or you just found out through that? Did uh, you do a reveal for the parents I, I or am, anything? We, we did it for the parents uh, separately. Um, but no one really knows yet. So oh, okay. hopefully there's going to be a, a, an Instagram post coming prior to the release of this. Podcast. Yeah. Well, congratulations. But, uh, this will probably be released in this like is your release. a week later. So. Yeah. So, uh, that post will probably be up a day or two before this. That's this great. Airwaves. Congratulations. Thank dude. you. We're super a girl excited. dad. That's right. I'm not familiar. I have two boys, but I do know that d- being a dad will absolutely change your life in every single way but it's a good thing that's what i've heard it's a good thing yeah you don't know until you're there it's, heard you're not ready till you're uh, ready and you see i don't think baby. you're i don't think you're ever ready <laughs> like i have a four-year-old and two-year-old and i still don't know what's going on but it's <laughs> it is fun though um cool man all right so let's get back to how you and so your how wife. do you and your wife delegate your responsibilities with in reference to the business sure so she's uh she has a full-time job mm-hmm. uh she's a pharmaceutical sales rep Um, she drives out to Anderson every day in Columbia. So she's a road warrior. Um, who's she with Bristol Myers squib. She does Eloquist. It's a blood thinner. Okay. Um, she's been with them for about three years, three or four years now. And um, she probably knows my wife then. It's very likely. Yeah. Yeah, Very likely. Um, out in Anderson. Yep. She, um, she helps out on the weekends as much as possible. Uh, you know, there's been many late nights where we're stocking the coolers at midnight, you know, when we first opened and we're trying to keep up. And then she'd get up and go to work the next day. So she's been, she's a trooper. All right. So I always like to ask people this question who have started their own business because I've gone through the same thing. You know, when you're first opening, things are are very stressful. Um, You're like you said, you've got, I just got, I just want to be able to pay rent. You know, that's like the top priority. And then you're like, I want to get people in the door to pay rent. Mm -hmm. And I want to make, and then also just the whole setup of, you know, working with contractors to do a build out and all that stuff. Um, Talk about how that worked with your relationship. Did that put a strain on the relationship a little bit or were you guys a cohesive team throughout the whole thing? We were a cohesive team. I'd say, you know, I don't think Jen would mind me sharing this. If so, let's edit it out. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, she did at one point say, hey, this is taking a long time. Yeah. Like you need to get a job so you don't continue to go into debt. Right. And my mindset was, if I get a job, I'm going to be complacent. I'm never going to see this through. Right. Um, or if I do, you know, I won't be fighting for it as hard as I am now. So I, I didn't get a job, and I did what I had to do every single day until we opened the doors. Um, but it was, a cha- it was a challenge at times. You know, I, she's the most supportive person I could ever ask to have in my corner, though. Yeah. So I don't think I could have done it without her support. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a, a solid spouse can can really make a small business happen. Yeah. My wife's the same. She she works full time. She's um, at the beginning. She helped us out start Apogee. She we would go on marketing trips together and all this stuff. And she was still working full time. And it's yeah. like looking back, all the stuff that she did to help me get. I couldn't have gotten any of this started without her. No chance. You know, not even a chance. So the the support that our spouses give us during, you know, these small businesses is is huge. Absolutely. I I think behind every successful small business is a a successful couple. Yeah. For sure. She, uh, I mean, I can even think back to July of last year when I 
I sent out my first promotional coupon mm. and had no idea what was going to happen, and it exploded 20% off. And uh, I remember specifically that Sunday night before the Monday that we opened and had all these deliveries and pre-orders. And uh, my manager, Austin, stayed with us till 1 o'clock in the morning preparing wow. food. And I said, man, go home. you got to work nine hours in the storefront tomorrow. And me and Jen stayed till 3, and we're back at 6. Wow. You know, and then once time came for her to drive off and do her job, she did it. But those long nights, early mornings, I mean, you look back now, it's it's fun to think about. It's, yes. You reflect on it, you're like, man, that was awesome. It, it was awesome, and then also it brings back this even wave of anxiety, like, how did I do that? How did oh. we do that, you know? Yeah, you have no clue how you <laughs> right? pulled it off, but you did. I'll look and at the, yeah, I'll look at the schedule or the books of, like, the first six months of us opening, and I'm like, wow, how did we do that? <laughs> but, and you also think, hey, yeah. if we could do if we could do that, we can do right we're trying to do now. and you opened up during a pandemic so if you can be successful enough to ha- open up a second location a year after in a pandemic year like that's that's saying a lot well we definitely got lucky in regards to so many folks that came in and said i've been working from home for uh-huh. however many months mm-hmm. now i'm tired of eating turkey sandwiches every day what you got yeah I'm like oh i huh. got you come on in so a nice change of pace for a lot of people working from home for sure what do you wish you would have known when you first started out as a business owner of Lean Kitchen? Like, is there anything specific that you wish you would have known that would be helping you right now? Without getting too specific, I think the biggest piece of advice I could give myself a year ago was like, it's okay to say no. Mm. I mean, don't be a yes man on everything. And just because someone wants you to, to do it a certain way or, or meet their needs in this area or do this. Um, saying yes to everybody just stretches you too thin to be really good at what you want to be good at mm-hmm. and offer the superior product that you want to offer. So I've learned to say no more frequently in the last year, but when you open your brand new business to your earlier comment, like you want to pay the rent no matter what it yeah. takes, so you say yes to everything. Um, and that'll that'll spread you thin and catch up to you. Oh, yeah, so for sure. Learning to say no is probably my biggest yeah, year set, one lesson. Setting parameters, I think, was one of the biggest things for myself as well. You know, not staying till eight at night to conveniently treat somebody or getting up at, right. getting there at five for somebody, you know, it's, it's these exact. are the hours you come, you know, you get treated. That's right. That's good, man. I love that. Let me ask you this. What would you say your biggest obstacle has been with Lean Kitchen since you've been open? Since we've been open. I mean, I think there's probably different answers depending on what part of the business you're talking mm-hmm. about, but if you look at supply chains across the country right now, right. I mean, they're, they're in rough shape. Um, and then the food cost has gone up. Plastic mm. cost has gone up if you can find plastic. So the cost of goods and, and finding the goods to support your business. If we don't have a container, I can't open my doors because I have nothing to put my food in. Right. So sourcing containers and, um, you know, Cisco does a phenomenal job of getting us the food that we need. But if you can't, well, where can you find something comparable and make sure that you have the food to fill your orders? That's probably been the biggest challenge. Hmm. So we're all doing the best we can in these times. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So what do you think about your individual? What do you What do you bring to the table? What is your individual skills? Do you think that you bring to the table as far as Lean Kitchen? Kevin, I don't know if I've ever been asked that question, or had to think about it. <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I get up every day and go to the store and I see all the people that work there. We've got 15 employees now Mm -hmm. and I know that they're counting on me. So I want to be the best representation of the brand and work as hard as I can to make sure that everyone has a job day after day. And Mm. if hopefully it's possible, everyone has a career at Lean Kitchen too. It can be here long term. 
it can do great things for them in their life personally and professionally. So if I can be that person that they can either look to or count on to get the job done, whatever that job is, and that's who I'm going to be, what I want to do. So what are your hours as far as the store in general? I know, I know as a business owner, you're 24 seven, but I mean, it's like, as far as your employees or as far as like, we open up at this time and we close at this time. Right. So we're open Monday through Thursday, Mm -hmm. 10 to seven, Fridays, 10 to five, and then weekends, 11 to five. Okay. So seven days a week. And you're at the store seven days a week? I would say there's probably been, with the exception of my honeymoon, I may have not been in the store maybe three to five days since we opened. Wow. Um, and that's either traveling or just logistics. But I'm, I'm there every day. Yes, yeah, usually both stores. That's awesome. So do you find that Lean Kitchen is blowing up all over the country right now? I mean, how many franchises outside of Missouri and Greenville are, have I, opened within the last couple of years here? I believe there's over 20 that are open now. Um, I, I could be off by a couple, but I believe it's right at that 20 number. There's over 40 under construction or under contract and growing every day. Wow. Yeah. Um, are they in a specific, a lot of them in this, like the Southeast region or are they now being spread out all over? Yeah. We, there's two in Alabama. We've got our two stores here in Greenville. Uh, as I mentioned, there's the two coming to Anderson and, uh, two are coming to Anderson. Well, Cat's out of the bag. Wow. <laughs> uh, the first one, yes, and then I, they do have plans for a second one as well. Nice. Um, but the the majority of Lean Kitchens are out in the Midwest. I think the general rule of thumb is like, you know, don't grow too far from your epicenter too soon before right. there's the brand recognition and, and all the things that go along with that from like a how-to franchise thing. But you know, Austin and JR gave me the chance to do it out here, and how blessed are we that it's taken off the way it has. That's awesome. Let me ask you this as far as food side goes, and, and David, you can maybe be able to chime in on this. Um Everybody knows that food doesn't taste the same anymore. Like when we were growing up as kids, McDonald's, Pizza Hut, they all tasted better when we were kids. Mm. I mean, is I guess that's kind of a progression over time. I guess it also has a lot to do with what's better, faster, quicker to get it out the door. Your standards kind of sort of change mm. because people don't remember really. They think they don't. They think they do or they think they don't. How are you guys going to keep that same quality from, say, today to 20 to 40 years from now? I mean, obviously, time will change. You know, you have, like you said, suppliers change, things change. But, I mean, as far as a long-term vision, how, do you guys, how are you guys going to try to sort of stay within the realm of staying the same? Well, I think one of our guiding principle so to speak is in integrity mm-hmm. and it may sound like a cliche answer but like i'm eating that food every day myself so i'm going to make sure that we maintain the quality mm-hmm. um you've put your trust in me as a as a customer i'm not going to do anything that will sacrifice that quality so i i believe that lean kitchen here locally as well as as a brand nationwide is very firm in their beliefs of providing a quality product to anyone that walks through our doors so I don't know what it'll look like in 20 years, right? but I, I believe that it will be every bit as good as it is today. I look forward to it. I really do. Absolutely. All right. I, I, I've been asking people this question a little bit. Um, many people and businesses find like social media overwhelming and complicated. Um, talk a little bit about your platform, um, 
what are you doing to try to build your social media platform? Are you running it? Do you have an employee running it? Talk about what y'all are doing. Oh, social media. Dude, it's rough, right? Goodness gracious alive. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think I'd have one if, if I didn't have a business. I say that you know, every like, single day. If I didn't have a business, I wouldn't have it. Uh, I do, and I, I enjoy it. I don't run it. Yeah, you know, I, uh, so Max to Natalie to Natalie Digital Marketing. He's a good friend of ours, and was super fortunate to hook up with him a couple of years ago. And you know, I remember he was texting me, calling me back in early 2019, like, "Well, when are you? When, are you, when is there something for me to take pictures of? Like, what's happening?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Not yet, not yet, not yet." You know, 20, 18 months later, I'm like, "All right, come on, take some pictures, and let's do some social." But um, he runs everything. Just does a phenomenal job. Uh, has a real vision for kind of like our our branding. We have our brand, but he also does our, our branding locally. You know, like how can we integrate with the CrossFit community locally, with other people locally, and um, kind of make it our own. So I I can't. I, it's it's a struggle for me to make an actual post and feel like I'm doing it right. <laughs> you know, but is he, that something that you knew you were going to hand off to somebody at the very beginning, or was that something that after a couple months of into the business, you're like, I, I got to grow my social media. Somehow I'm going to hand this off. I knew that I was going to not be the one behind the driver's seat for uh -huh. sure. It's just, you know what you're good at, know what you're not. And that is not for me. Mm -hmm. um, I have the utmost respect for anybody that can handle social media and, and do that kind of stuff because it's not my forte. Uh, Max does a super job. I knew from day one, like I, I can't do this. <laughs> like put me in a hairnet, an apron and a beard guard and I'll go contain food and, and cook it. And Max, you respond to messages, make some nice posts um, and all the other things that go along with the, the nuts and bolts of social media marketing. Let me ask this question. Did you ever have, did you ever work in restaurants before? I did work at Taco Sushi downtown okay. for a while while I was in school. Okay. Um, I had a great time doing that. I, I wasn't in the kitchen or anything like that. Right. Uh, and then when I was at Target, I was over essentially everything on the tile, and that included food mm -hmm. and all the, you know, go to the grocery store section of Target. Like, that was all mine as well. Okay. So, but was have never been in a commercial kitchen cooking until okay. the kitchen. But fortunately, that's part of the training that they give. I was about to say, do you guys have, like, a specific person that cooks? We have a team. I mean, all of our, all of our full-time folks are food safety manager certified mm -hmm. through Cisco. So, they've all been through the training. Uh, the majority of them have a food background mm. uh, here locally with different restaurants that um, they decided to, to come share their talents with us. It's amazing. So, um, obviously, you're on your, your third shop. At what point is are you going to have enough shops? <laughs> Do you have have you thought about that? Is there is there like a certain number of shops where you have a goal or is it just, we'll see what happens and we'll go from there? I think we'll see what happens as it goes. Uh -huh. I mean, we've been very fortunate and blessed up to this point, and the community's rallied around us and right. seems to like the food that's in those green containers. So yeah. as long as they like it, we're going to continue to make it. Awesome. Um, after the third, we'll see what happens, David. So let me ask you this real quick, just so, just so people can get an idea. What exactly do you guys offer? Expand, I mean, like I've, like, I've, like I've looked at the Instagram posts and I see donuts and I see you know, protein shake stuff on, on the aisles and stuff. And I'm like, what do you guys offer? I guess is what I'm saying. Like if I, like if you didn't, like if you had to sell it to me in two minutes, right. I walk in, what do you guys got? 
So Lean Kitchen offers healthy prepackaged meals for on the go. They're okay. never frozen. All of your ingredients will always be listed, as well as macros or barcode scan in your fitness apps. And every single container is going to have a date on there because mm-hmm. it's fresh to tell you when to eat it or freeze it by. Uh, we also have a wide range of supplements mm-hmm. that you can come in and supplement your diet with in terms of multivitamins or fish oil or an extra protein that you might want to work in. So you guys have like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So we have breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. You know, okay. If you've got a sweet tooth like I do, I can eat a whole pan of Duncan Hines brownies okay. I mean, easily. But I instead go for our brownies most mm-hmm. days, which are a black bean base. Um, you'd never know they're a black bean if I didn't tell you, but they're just a healthier alternative. You know, okay. Our thing is, hey, we still want the food to taste good, but we don't want you to have to sacrifice the flavor that comes along with good food. So how do you recommend your customer warm up their food once it they got it on monday that's right it's thursday how do you recommend they warm up the food so it still tastes as great as the day they picked it up right so when i get home tonight i'm going to pop open a barbecue muscle maker mm-hmm. that has been in my fridge since monday i'm going to lift the lid so it can vent mm-hmm. throw it in the microwave for 60 to 90 seconds take it out and eat it it's going to taste as good as it did on sunday hmm. awesome you guys don't recommend my because my wife will want me to ask this question you guys don't recommend like dumping it out into like a pan and like reheating it that way. I do have folks that will come in and they'll say, I don't have microwave. Right. And I've, I've heard from throwing it on the stove, throwing it in something, putting it in the oven all the way to, I had a lady come in and said, she puts everything, even the squatchos in an air fryer and they're delicious. I was about to say air fryer. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then last thing you got to plug muscle bites cause, uh, can't go wrong with muscle bites. Muscle bites, are about 100 calories. It's peanut butter, rolled oats, M&Ms, chocolate chips, honey, and protein powder. I had some of those, the Fizz Yep Steak. Yeah, that's the, that's the protein balls I was referring yeah. to. Yeah, so <laughs> the, the, the recommended serving size is one, but I mean, I'll down the whole thing. What did you call them? Muscle, might? muscle, muscle bites. bites? All right, yeah, so. Bites. They were good. I, I, I had two. I, I like protein balls better. Give me the <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats muscle your boat, bites. man. All right. Um,. How has success in your business venture correlated with, we talked about your wife, but like your, your extended family, you know, they're, they're very much involved, but like your friendships, are you guys able to, you guys have to say no. You say, you said you've had to say no a lot as far as business stuff. Have you had to say no a lot as far as like extracurricular activities, going on dates or like um, going out with friends? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It, it, we're definitely fortunate in that we do have so much family surrounding us in the business. Mm-hmm. Um, brother running the kitchen, um, his girlfriend being in the kitchen as assistant kitchen manager, my mom being the head of bakery. We've been uh, we've been very fortunate there. So they understand if if we're unavailable to go to something because either they're unavailable to or they get it. Right. Um, with friends, uh, I've got the best friends I could ask for. They've all been super helpful. And, and a lot of times if Jen or I say, hey, we can't do that, They'll say, okay, is there anything we can do to help? That's great. You know, mm-hmm. um, my brother-in-law, when we first got started, uh, I mean, he would come and help deliver meals around town just because he knew, I mean, I guess that's what friends are for. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, you can count on them. That's huge. But, yeah, we say no to things, and people are super understanding, so we're blessed there to have good friends. That's awesome. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about your fitness level here. I see you're wearing the Whoop and the Apple the Watch. Double um, band. Which one is your go-to? So actually, uh, thanks to Justin Bell, I did actually try out a Garmin watch for a couple of weeks and had to go back to the Apple Watch because I realized I need it for the smartphone features. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to be able to tell, see my text pop up immediately, 
voice detect. You know, I need the smartphone of this, uh-huh. but I need the glorified heart rate monitor that is the Whoop. Absolutely. So where are you working out at these days? So I do have a, a rower and a rack in my garage. Uh-huh. Uh, I spend some time at, at Anytime Fitness. I spend some time at Pivotal. Um, I'm, I'm trying to make my rounds. I got to get out more, you know, and, and get into some studios and CrossFit gyms. Yeah, you, you should know? do it anytime but, uh, you want. For now, I just sweat it out in the sauna that is my garage here no. in, in the middle of July. I was doing that a lot for a while there, but there is something about being involved in like a community with people sweating around you that pushes. Working out in your garage is ten times harder by yourself, man. I. I will never get a PR in my garage ever. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, uh, I'll be honest with you, David, the first six, eight months we were open, you know, maybe once a week I'm exercising. Yeah, that was going to be another question because I know, especially for myself too, man, when we first opened up, fitness wasn't, I mean. You never got a PR in your garage? Come on. No, I've never gotten a PR in my garage ever. Isn't that like the home of row reps and everything in your garage? Not by myself. Okay. Um, Either that or nobody would see the PR, and it wouldn't be any fun. Right. If it's not on video, it doesn't count. Right. Okay. Just want to make yeah. sure. Or on Instagram, I guess. Um, but yeah, the uh, the first six months to a year of opening up something is so stressful, and it's some. I know for myself, I almost I lost my fitness for sure. Like I, we had other stuff going on. We had our first our first son and. A house. There was just a lot of stuff that happened in that year. Um, talk about that struggle. And that, that I'll, I'll be honest, for myself, that was a struggle for me because I knew I was losing my fitness, but I, I am promoting my physical therapy brand, you know? Right. So it was like a, a constant battle of, all right, how do I fit this fitness part in while I'm trying to like build this business? And I'm sure you might have gone through that same struggle because you're trying to promote a healthy living style with, you know, healthy food. And then maybe your fitness is going off track a little bit. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. No, it absolutely did. Same struggle for me, David. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, yeah, you're promoting healthy lifestyle and exercising and here's our supplements and Mm -hmm. and all those things that go into that. And I'm like getting home and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I put in 22,000 steps today. I don't feel (laughs) like doing anything. Right. Um, so we, we went through that for the six, six to eight month period when we first opened and I hear over the last three or four months, you know, we've got this incredible team in place now. And they tell me, get out of here and go exercise because they know that it's good for me. Is it hard um, for you to delegate? It's extremely hard to delegate. I'd say that's one thing to go back to your earlier question about what have I learned in the first year is mm-hmm. um, you can't do everything. And at some point you've got to count on others to do it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they're just waiting for you to ask. Mm-hmm. So uh, everything I ask from the team, they go above and beyond to, to deliver. And, you know, they'll say, Hey, they used to make fun of me when we first opened, right? Because I wouldn't eat. Like we got all this food around and I'm not eating. I'm just uh-huh. go, 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 go. Like I said, and uh, I would put something in the microwave and hit the button and then come back three hours later and it would still be there. Mm. It's like, Colin, eat, sit down, stop, slow, uh-huh. slow down. Um, so we've gotten better at that. We all have. Good. So you're 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 a soft spoken person, at least in here you are. I bet it, it it would have to be pretty scary if you were to blow up at your place of or like raise your voice at all. Um, has that ever had to happen or are your employees just are amazing people? <laughs> Get out of my sight. I, I, was like, I say, can't stand you guys. <laughs> what say. is this? Uh, 
I mean, do you ever have a Gordon Ramsay moments? I'm, I'm, yeah, right. Uh, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm a louder person, so I don't. I don't think Harry ever like raises an eyebrow at me when we're at when we're at work. You know. Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> I'd say that's definitely my personality. I'm a little more, more laid. Yeah. I quote unquote laid back. If that's what you're, I'm stressing out sure. just quietly. Yeah. Uh, but I am a little bit more soft spoken. Yeah. Um, I rally the troops when we need to. That's for good, sure. Man. You know, yeah. we we I have some fun. That. We have some loud music before the doors open in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, and we have a good time. And then we uh, we turn Alexa down a little bit right at 10 a.m. There you go. I love it. Alexa. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did we do before Alexa? Right. Uh, there, there's a lot of that that scares me. <laughs> there's, I, yeah, there's a lot of that that scares me. That's a whole other podcast. It is. Yeah. Do um, you have any other questions for Colin before we get to rapid fire questions? I really can't think of anything because what I do like, I like that what you're saying is, you know, it's all about the food prep for me. It was, it's always hard for me to do food prep. Cause I'm, you know, like I said, my wife works, so she's not at the home and I work out of the house. I'm always editing photos and stuff. So I eat terrible. Sure. I'll be the first to admit it. You know, I like, I'm talking to you now and I haven't eaten today. Mm-hmm. But I also have ADHD and I take my Vivance and so that kind of just cuts all that down. And so it's like, but yet I look like, but yet I weigh a ton, you know? So it, it's, it's, I like the idea because it is hard. Um, I've tried to do it. And on the fourth day of the week, the chicken's dried out, right? the rice has gone off. And I'm like, I, I just, you get frustrated doing it. Cause you see, like I see all my friends, you know, the bells used to do the food prep all the time. Um, Tanya Cash would do the pro- well, not Tanya Cash anymore, but Tanya Wells. Tanya Wells would yeah. do all the food prep and stuff, and you'd see all that. And I, I think it's, I think it's something that's time has come. Um, I'm excited about the, you know, the two stories you say that are going to come to Anderson, yeah. um, because I would always drive to Clean Eats when I did it. I liked it. The food was good. You know, I, unfortunately, I haven't had any of the Lean Kitchen, so I, I don't have anything to go off of. But it's, it's not mcdonald's it's not wendy's i mean it's not chick-fil-a you know i mean my coach used to always say well if you have to eat fast food eat chick-fil-a and then wendy's after that okay you know so it's it's i think where i where i live i think it's huge that that's going to be there i think you guys will be the first option because we don't have a tropical grill we don't have healthy options that's only one we have as a healthy option is mission grill and it's a taco place Cool. You know, I mean, obviously we have, you know, what are they, um, Chipotle. I mean, obviously it's somewhat fresh. I mean, we just don't have those type of options in Anderson. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying that it's going to be the be, be end all of end all, but I mean, it opens the door for that to come in. It's an option. Yeah. yeah. So no, I'm excited. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Cool. I really am. Let's do some rapid fire questions. Sure. Bring right. them on. You go. So what's your favorite cheat meal? <laughs> Ooh, cheat Love meal it. right now would be a guilt-free brownie topped with Halo Top ice cream in the microwave for 10 seconds. That's not cheat meal. All right. A real brownie with real ice cream yes. microwaved for 10 to 15 seconds after eating an entire Domino's pizza. There you go. Domino's. It has to be Domino's? My wife has... She's coupon queen. She's going to get that... What is it? Three for six ninety nine delivery. Oh, yeah. We're getting the cheesy bread. We're getting yeah. a pizza for us each. I don't, I don't discriminate with pizza. I will, I will literally eat a frozen pizza. Oh yeah. That's fine with me. 
But if I'm going to do a cheat meal like that, I'm getting legit pizza from somewhere local. Really? We we have been hitting up uh, Della Ventura's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure, man. You get yeah. you get a you get that's a, a full pizza for your for yep. the two of you, but you also have to get a side of uh, spaghetti and meatballs. There you go. And then a side of uh, the bake or the ziti with uh, spicy sausage. See, there you go. I love it. We get uh you talk about pizza. I don't know we're going off on a thing here, but uh, talk about local. We got a place beside us called Dolce Vita. Okay. And it's run by Greeks, and they're brilliant people. And that's probably the only pizza that I will actually go and get and sit down and eat. I mean, I do like Marco's pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm huge on cheese breadsticks. Oh, yeah. of course. Who's not? Yeah. Who's not? I'll drink so. marinara out of a straw. Yeah. <laughs> like, come that's on. That's the thing for me, man. Spaghetti is one of my favorite things. Excuse me. But uh, it's all about the, the sauce. Yeah. Like I a always... good meat sauce makes it. All right. Um... As far as adventures, would you rather go hiking in the mountains for a weekend or go snowboarding in the mountains for a weekend or skiing? We're going hiking. Hiking? We're actually going hiking Saturday. All right, so, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So what's your favorite color? Don't say green. Uh, well, it's blue. I like it. <laughs> how, how quick of an answer was blue? I like it. The only reason why I said don't say green is because your food containers and your bags are all I feel green. like it has to be green by association now. Of course. But, uh, yeah, you'll okay. see some blue stuff in my wardrobe at home in the closet. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. Um, if I've had, I ask everybody this question. If Harrison here gave you a prepaid black card and you and your wife were going to the airport right now after this podcast, and you could go anywhere, all expenses paid for, COVID-free restrictions. Where would y'all go tonight for a week? Ooh, buddy. Uh, I think, like, maybe Switzerland. I love it. Yeah. Go to the Alps. Yeah. Like yeah. That was a uh, an incentive trip for her before COVID that she had just started with the company and, and uh-huh. so wasn't able to qualify for. But we should look at pictures. It was like, holy cow. Yeah, see, when people talk about going to Europe, they always talk about going to Italy or, you know, all the cliche places, Paris. Um, I want to go to Switzerland, and um, that's always been on my bucket list. So it's cool, man. You got that card, Harrison? (laughs) (laughs) So what's currently playing right now in your car when you get back in the car? Uh, I've been so... I don't get to play my music in the kitchen, but I, I kind of have this like EDM thing, upbeat, beats per minute high, just kind of mm. gets the body going. So I don't, I've been listening to Lost Kings. I like them. They got a, they're, yeah. they're growing. They've got some hits out there. Um, so what do you mean by your music? I don't get to play my EDM in the oh, kitchen. Okay. All right. They they have their their 80s rock blasting, which I'm a fan of. It yeah. gets gets everybody going. Um, uh-huh. You know, and then they have their rap days too. They have a, a nice variety in there. But Colin doesn't get to play DJ in the kitchen. Mm. If you had your perfect storm of a workout, as far as like you're going to the gym and I'm gonna hit this or I'm gonna do this workout, what would it be? Uh, well, if you can't tell, I really enjoy. Uh, upper body day. Yeah. I was about to say, uh, leg day, you're all about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't, always doing those calf raises. Good, dude. Good, good. So any kind of uh, 
bicep burner, chest burner type thing. You Super set. It. You got it. Awesome. If you weren't doing Lean Kitchen, what would you be doing? Showstopper. I don't know. That's a good question. You know, like I I, when I back up to my uncle give me the advice to go into it, he's like, you've just got to get to the point where nobody's going to hire you. So you got no other option. So <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's, don't go get a job. Burn your bridges. Don't you do it. Yeah. It's like, if, if you don't go get a job tomorrow in sales, then you've got your fallback. Mm-hmm. But if you just refuse to do it until no one's going to hire you, then you got to do this. So mm. this is it. Awesome. So what are you guys doing to prepare for your child? Other than uh, we already know what it's going to be. Yeah. How do you, how do you look in the, if you're looking in the future and you had to tell your daughter one thing right now, mm-hmm. what would it be? I would make sure she's educated on the food safety window and internal cooking temperatures of all <laughs> proteins. Uh, no, but, uh, you know, we're working on the nursery right now, getting the closet built out um, so that it can house the things and stuff that mm-hmm. we're going to have to put in there. Um, to, you know, I, my mind spins when I think about what I'm going to do with a baby girl mm. every single day. Um, she'll be wearing a lot of green, hanging out the kitchen, you know. You guys going to find one of those like Halloween sets and put her like in a green shirt and lean kitchen on your front porch? Absolutely. She'll pop out of the container. <laughs> What does a perfect date night look for you guys? Perfect date night for me and Jen. I mean, back to Domino's, man. Domino's in a movie upstairs in the bonus room. Or we'll, you know, or we'll run over to in the bonus room just to switch things up. That's right, man. That living room's getting getting kind of old. (laughs) Little bonus room action. We actually we love. uh, We're about three or four minutes down the road from Southern Growl. Okay, so perfect. We, we jump on 290, run to Southern Growl, get the, the chicken sando and the burger of the week. Yeah, you, and can't, a, you can't beat that A delicious that craft beverage, and that's our date night right now. Perfect. Well, prior to being pregnant. Perfect. So now I have to drink for both of us. Well, you know? Oh, that's going to be hard, I can tell super already. super hard. Mm-hmm. All right, so where can uh, people find you on the social medias, even though you don't like it? Yeah, check us out at leankitchenco.gvl on Instagram, and then leankitchencogreenville on Facebook. Uh, our website locally is leankitchencogvl.com, and you can go there to check out our full menu or order online. Awesome, man. You got any closing words you want to say? No. You already said your 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 piece. I'm going to say it was a pleasure having you on yeah, here. Definitely. Um, it's great to – I love talking to young entrepreneurs you know, who have done it. Um, they see it from both ends. Um, they kind of see how things started and it's cool to see how things progress. And now things are almost like a well-oiled machine, even though it never feels like you're there, but like you, you guys are, are there, you know? And I just want to tell you that you're there. You're doing a really good job. It's awesome that you guys are opening up that third shop. I know that the CrossFit community is really back to you guys. And I would say if anybody's talking to meal prep, it's lean kitchen for sure. Um, so I've been wanting to have you on for a while. It's been great kind of seeing you around at different events. I've, we've talked a little bit, but this is the most in depth we've ever talked. And I know that I have a new friend, Absolutely. so it makes me happy, but thank you for coming on. Thank you for taking time out of your Thursday night to do this. Um, and guys go check out lean kitchen on 
by Eastside High School. What road is that? Yep, we're over off of Old Spartanburg Road and Taylor's. Okay. And then right off of Augusta and Ferris and Greenville. Perfect. And then the third location is TBD. Actually, they know, but they will release it later. So look out for the third location. I know the majority of the CrossFit community will be able to get to it very quickly. Yes. All right, bro. You all heard it here. Apogee Podcast. Mm-hmm.